Welcome to the Premier HS Sports Podcast. My name is Troy Howell, and we will be recapping the third round, the quarterfinals of the KHSAA High School Football State Playoffs uh, here in Kentucky, and then we'll be looking forward to the semifinals, which will take place the day after Thanksgiving. So, uh, usually I start with Class A, but let's start with Class 4A because that was kind of the buzz around the state with two top teams playing, uh, several other undefeated teams playing in the game that I was at on um, Friday night. So, the game the game that I was at featured number one ranked uh, Boyle County against number two ranked Corbin. The game was at Boyle County, and Boyle County won 21-14. Uh, you know, this game I figured would be close, but Boyle County was my pick to win the state championship simply because they've won three years in a row. They had Corbin's number last year, and they just seemed to have a will to win, kind of like Beachwood the last few years where you don't really want to pick against them because it just seems like they're they're able to grind out those those close wins when they need to, and they were also playing at home. Um, this game uh, was won by um, a, a block punt from Boyle County. Early on, they blocked the punt and um, – had a short field, turned that into a touchdown to take a 7-0 lead. Quisenberry had a couple of touchdown runs. Um, so that gave them their 21 points. And then Corbin did well. Um, you know, they, they had some good passing drives. Their last drive of the game was uh, – was uh, they rushed well down the field. Um, but uh, Corbin was kind of did it, done in by that, you know, that special teams mishap. And then um, also uh, three personal foul hurdling pen- penalties which is not allowed in KHSCA. And two by at least the same player, maybe three, but the guy had at least two. Uh, not sure who had the third one. But, um, and I mean, the last one killed them. I mean, they, they're they down by seven points. There's a couple couple minutes left. Um, they had they had driven down. Uh, this play got them to around the five-yard line. But the guy hurdled, and I mean, I'm sure the coach told him not to after there were two penalties already on the team. But, you know, that, that, that set him back. And, I mean, you can't have three personal foul penalties uh, for hurdling and, and beat, expect to beat the number one team in the state, Boyle County, on the road. So kind of an odd rule, but, I mean, it just it, it, it killed him. I mean, the, the penalties really, really hurt Corbin. And um, so Boyle County moves on. Um, the reason they played is because Covcath was number one RPI in the state, and they're also in the east. So, um, Covcath, they beat Johnson Central 31 nothing. Uh, it's kind of interesting because Covcath was coming off a closer than expected, um, 35 28 win over Ashland Blazer. And Ashland Blazer had lost to Johnson Central. So, I don't know. I think Johnson Central, you know, had some injuries this year. I'm sure they had some still going in the last night. And Covcath on the road or Covcath at home just demolished Johnson Central. So, a little bit, um, not surprised Cupcath won, but a little bit surprised they won by 31. Um, and then the western part of the state, Paducah-Tillman 42, Spencer County 0. Paducah-Tillman uh, just continues their undefeated ways. They only really had one good win over a real quality team. That was Mayfield. Mayfield, as we'll get to, they beat LCA in 2A. So that win for Tillman just keeps looking better and better because Mayfield is a is a, a legitimate team. So... I mean, huge win for Paducah Tillman, 42 nothing, And then Franklin County, a little bit closer than expected over Bardstown, 37-29. But, hey, Franklin County remains undefeated as well. So that sets up the matchups, um, the following matchups for the semifinals as they were reseeded based on RPI. 
uh, Paducah Tillman makes like the five-hour trip or so to Covington Catholic. They're both undefeated. I've got Covington Catholic. I think in my new rankings, they're up to number three. They were around number five last week um, against Paducah Tillman, who, you know, they're going to move into the top ten as well um, with their with their win and, of course, what Mayfield did with how they have a win over Mayfield. And then Franklin County, you know, they're they're hovering around the top ten as well. They're undefeated. They've got some good wins, including Bryan Station. And, and they get to host Boyle County. So I think Boyle is the favorite. Um, but, of course, you know, 2020, Boyle was the favorite, and it was a really close game in the state finals. Of course, Franklin had Caden Mormon as well as a sophomore. But, you know, Franklin, they, they don't have, you know, I, I guess the flashy names, the, the biggest recruited players like like, like they, they did, you know, two years ago, three years ago. But still, an undefeated team, very impressive, hosting Boyle County. Um, you know, that one should be pretty competitive, at least early. But I think Boyle is, is you know, the favorite to win. And then I – you know, Cuffcath, I think, is the favorite over Tillman, but Tillman is really good as well. Um, that's one should be almost a toss-up, but I think being at Cuffcath, you know, it's going to be tough for Tillman to, to drive that far and win. So I think most people are looking at a Boyle County coming to Catholic final. Uh, I did want to um, share this. Um, throughout the year, I had Boyle County number one all year, and then Cuffcath, or Corbin's been number two. Um, ever since um, they beat Douglas like several weeks ago, like two months ago. And um, I found it interesting that, you know, I had Boyle and Corbin 1-2 all these last like 10 weeks, eight weeks. And usually people argue rankings, which is fine. You know, people have different opinions or whatnot. But no one really argued this one. And Corbin at 2, like, I think you can make a case for Cuff Cath at 2. I mean, I had Corbin at 2 and – that's that's fine. I mean, maybe they were, but I think Cuffcath has had just as good of a resume. But it's weird; nobody argued Cuffcath, so I, it's like people sleep are sleeping on, you know, Cuffcath, and don't think they really have a chance. They got Willie Rodriguez. You know, he's a UK commit. I mean, their quarterbacks back from last year. The running back back. I mean, I think they got a really deep and talented team. You know, they've got wins over. You know, the big win over Fort Thomas Highlands. And they've just been rolling lately. They beat Beachwood. I mean, these are two top 15 teams, and Covcath is an undefeated team. So I kind of thought it was interesting that people didn't really put them in the mix. Now, out of the western part of the state, people did put Paducah-Tillman in the mix. I'm hearing a lot of good things about Paducah-Tillman from the western part of the state. They just didn't, didn't play a great schedule. But, you know, that win over Mayfield, that that that's looking like a really good win. Um, so, you know, credit to Paducah-Tillman uh, for that one. They're really coming on strong lately. And, you know, some people have made the case that Tillman should have been third in the 4A behind Cuff Cath. But nobody's really said that Tillman was better than Corbin either. So I don't know why, you know, I mean, I had Corbin too. But I think you can make a case that these other teams like Cuff Cath or Tillman could be just as good. So we'll see how they do when they match up with a Boyle County. Now, I think Boyle County deserves the number one ranking. I mean, I'm not saying that. But two, you know, I – I'm I'm really not sure, you know. Can Covcath give a, a better game to um, – or Tillman give a better game to Boyle than um, Corbin did, you know, considering the game would be neutral in the in the finals at Kroger Field? I, I, I really think they could, you know. But Corbin gave them all they wanted as well. So uh, that's 4A. I'll probably spend the most time on that. These others I'll kind of zip through. Let's go to Class A. Class A – Kind of went as expected with the number one RPI seed uh, overall, KCD, 29, Ludlow, 16. 
you know, we thought Raceland Sayre would be pretty good with Raceland having to trail travel to Sayre because of Raceland's RPI being a little bit lower than Sayre. But Raceland won 42 to 27. It was pretty close early on, um, but a really nice win for Raceland. Um, and so now Raceland will travel to KCD. Um, Campbellsville has had a really good year. You know, they've been number three behind Pikeville and Raceland in my rankings for the last several weeks in Class A. Campbellsville had a kind of a closer than expected home win over Newport Central Catholic, 28-23. And then Pikeville, you know, 34-14 over Middlesbrough at home. So now, you know, you've got, uh, actually, it's interesting, Pikeville and Raceland, who the two defending, uh, two teams that made the state championship last year, a lot of people expected them to make the finals again this year. And uh, people still do. You know, they are the favorites here, They but they both have to go on the road. So, you know, long trip from Pikeville to Campbellsville. But, hey, you know, if, if you if you can only beat Newport Central Catholic by five, most people aren't think aren't thinking you are, you're going to beat, like, the three-time uh, defending champ Pikeville. You know, or, or I'm sorry, three out of four-year champ Pikeville. You know, so Pikeville's going to be the heavy favorite in that one. Now, Raceland having to go to KCD, that one could be interesting. I think Raceland's a slight favorite in that one. But the Class A finals will be really interesting if it is Raceland against Pikeville because that's there would be a repeat of last year and that's kind of the the two teams that have been ranked one two all year and the, the teams that people have expected to be there. But you know, KCD or Camelsville have a chance to win, but I would say, you know, the uh the advantage goes to those teams from eastern Kentucky. Well, let me let me just uh pull up uh KCD. I mean they uh Cameron Edwards, you know, four catches, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Man, that's a, that's a pretty good game for him. Um, so, you know, um, I think that um, he's had a good year the whole year. So I think that Raceland's really going to have to make a point to to stop him. Now, the big story was the uh, Sayre, I guess the assistant coach or someone on the Sayre sideline, there's a video of him kind of uh, being in a scuffle with a – there were several players in the scuffle, but he kind of stepped in behind the Raceland player. The racing player ended up on the ground. It looked like he kind of put his hands on him. So maybe the racing guy slipped. Maybe it was a bad angle, and it, and it didn't. Maybe it was worse than it looked. But still, it's a bad look for for Sarah. I'd like to see other angles of that. But but I mean, you can't come out and you know put your hands on the other team's player unless you're really trying to break him up and pull him apart. But it, it looks like they didn't really need to be broken up. And then if you're going to do that, usually people grab you know their own player. So. Really tough look there for Sayer, but you know, go look at it, make a judgment for yourself. Uh, you know, I was not there, so I don't really know exactly what happened, what led to it, but there's a lot of people fired up on Twitter about it. Uh, you know, about it being a really bad look. Let's go to 2A. 2A Owensboro Catholics, number one in the RPI, they're number one in the West, number one overall. They beat Green County 50 to 18, as expected. Somerset, Shelby Valley, I thought it might be kind of close. You know, I think Somerset was the favorite, but Somerset really put it on him 56 to 20. I mean, Somerset, 36 nothing over Owen County, 57 nothing Leslie, uh, 56 20 over Shelby Valley. You know, pretty good draw being in the East, but, um, you know, like, I mean, they're just killing these teams, but it's not, it's not like they're, they're a dynamite team. You know, I mean, they've lost to Campbellsville in Class A by seven, they've lost to Perry County Central who didn't have a great year. I mean, they, they lost to them. They lost to, to Glasgow, you know, who they're still not playing. I mean, they are a higher class, but so not the best resume, but hey, Somerset, you know, is rolling. 
so I think Old Calf will be a heavy favorite over Somerset. Um, and then down low in the in, in the other matchups, uh, the, the big one was Mayfield fifty six LCA fifty eight LCA thirty six. Most people picked LCA in this one. I thought it was a pure coin flip. Actually, the whole year I thought two <laughs> A was pretty much a coin flip between the big four. Uh, you know, Ocaf, Beachwood, Mayfield, LCA. You know, and uh, a lot of people were picking LCA. I'm like, I don't know, going on the road for four hours and. Um, you know, playing a really good Mayfield team who only lost was to Tillman close. Um, that's going to be a coin flip and, and Mayfield actually ended up kind of, it was close. It was really close. Mayfield got a, a pick six on, I think on Bowley and, you know, kind of sealed the, the game there. So big win for Mayfield that sets up probably the match match semifinal of the weekend. Mayfield Beachwood Beachwood. We knew they'd beat Martin County bad. They beat him 55, nothing. So anyway, uh, Beachwood has to travel to Mayfield because of RPI. And uh, Somerset has to travel to Ocath. I think Ocath's the heavy favorite. But this Beachwood-Mayfield game, that's worthy of a state state final because it was last year, and Mayfield missed an extra point. Um, Beachwood beat them. You know, Mayfield uh, hit the upright. And, of course, we know the uprights are smaller at Kroger Field, so you know, kind of unfortunate for Mayfield. But, hey, both teams kick on the same uprights. Uh, Beachwood won, won the game. And, you know, Beachwood has that will to win as well. They've won, like, three straight and, like, Seven of eight, I th- you know, I think they're going for seven of eight, so or, or maybe eight of nine. I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I believe it's seven of eight among various year among the last eight years that they're they're going for. So they've got a first year coach uh, for them because Noel Rash, you know, he he retired, but still, you know, uh, Coach Volker, you know, I mean, doing really good. Only loss I think was to Cuffcalf, really playing well down the stretch. Great passing team. Usually they. They, you know, they rely on running the ball a lot, but this year they're passing it. And, of course, Mayfield has a, a great running back as well. So that one's going to be, you know, if you're around Mayfield within two-hour drive, that's just a must-watch. Must 3A, 3A, uh, let's see, we've got um, Cal, Christian Academy of Louisville beat Central. Central probably one of the top four or five teams in Class 3A because of RPI and, you know, being in the – in the West, they had to travel to Cal. Cal beat him pretty easily, maybe a little bit more than expected. Um, but we, we knew Cal would probably win the game. Lexington and Catholics playing really good football. They've been playing well down the stretch. I mean, Corbin beat him really bad early, but since then, I mean, their losses are all good teams like Highlands, Corbin. Um, I mean, they've got the win over Scott County. Uh, they've got several good wins. They they just blasted on the road at Rock Castle, 43-7. Who saw that? Coming at least that margin coming, uh, you know they've uh, they've been rolling. Hart County uh, stays undefeated with a hard fought victory at home over Union County too. Pretty good evenly matched teams. We've had Hart County in the top twenty five the last couple of weeks, so they're you know they're they're having a really special year. And then Bell County uh, they fought fought off Belfry last week in a close one, and then this time they beat East Carter in a close one thirty eight thirty six. So here's the matchup. Bell County's got to go on the road to Hart County. That's a long trip. Bell County has Daniel Thomas. Uh, he's, uh, I think he leads the nation in rushing. He's having a great season with, you know, yards and touchdowns. And, I mean, they just run it almost every time and mostly run it to him every time. And he's he's a he's a beast. Um, so they play Hart County. Should be a good game. I think Hart has the advantage. They've had a little bit of a year. They're ranked. They're playing at home. But, you know, it should be a decent game. And then um, these are probably the two – 
best remaining teams in Class 3A. I mean, Lexington Catholic and, of course, Cal, the reigning state champion, the favorite all year, been ranked number one all year in the class, top pretty much top ten all year in the state. And uh, this game is at Cal. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure Lexington Catholic would have rather obviously got him in the finals, been, uh, been able to play him Lexington, but, you know, at Kroger Field. But this is going to be tough for Lexington Catholic. But, hey, should be a decent game, a closely contested game. I think Cal Cal's the favorite to win the, the whole state. I mean, I think most people would be shocked if they don't win the state. We've already talked about 4A. Let's move to Class 5A. Class 5A, um, Highlands 30. North Laurel seven, no surprise there. Highlands in the state semifinals, we pretty much knew they they would be there. They had the top RPI in the state in the class at least. Um, Cooper twenty four, Southwestern fourteen. Nobody is. I don't think anybody's gone on the road the last two weeks and had it as two impressive wins as Cooper had. I mean, beating uh, Scott County forty nine twenty one, Southwestern twenty four twenty one. Those teams, Scott County was a, you know, they were ranked in the top twenty. Southwestern was a, they were. They could have easily been a top 25 team, you know, right there in the mix. Cooper goes on the road, wins both, you know, by double digits. Um, they've had some injuries during the year. They're healthy at the right time. Austin Alexander, absolute beast. Um, just almost unstoppable, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, he, he is – so now it's going to be an all-Northern Kentucky matchup. Cooper at Highlands. What an exciting matchup. Highlands probably, a, you know, a slight favorite. Been ranked higher all year, playing at home, but just the way Cooper's playing, very impressive. You know, uh, probably thought it would be you know maybe Scott County, maybe a Southwestern, but you know, really, really rough ending for Scott County. Not sure what happened to him, but they ended up playing three teams that that were ranked at the end of the year. You know, if you look at the end, you know, and uh, lost all three. I mean, lost that Boyle, fifty four twenty one. We dropped Boyle in the rankings once they lost that game because. A team like LCA was able to keep it close to Boyle. Scott wasn't. Uh, some people didn't like the fact that Scott kind of got dropped so far. But, hey, I mean, that's a rough loss. And then, actually, they clawed their way back. But, you know, that kind of ended up being justified because then they lost to Lexington Catholic 21-20. I mean, yeah, they beat Woodford 36-0, but Woodford struggled down the stretch with some injuries and whatnot. And then, then they get blasted by Cooper uh, 49-21 to Scott County. So, I'm I'm trying to look any wins, any good wins during the year. Nobody. I mean, no ranked team, so pretty rough. I mean, I I had Scott getting ranked in the top ten at one point. Not sure really what happened to him. But um you know, I kind of expect him to be in the semifinals, but hey, credit to Cooper. I mean, really credit to Cooper because they're they're just putting it together down the stretch. So um let's look at the other matchups. Bowling Green fifty one, Fairdale fourteen. Owensboro Catholic 43, Atherton 7. No surprise there. I mean, in 6A, we knew the Louisville teams would blow out the teams from Western Kentucky. That's just how it is pretty much every year. We knew it was going to be a just terrible blowouts, and it was. And then here, we we pretty much knew that the Louisville teams in 4A or 5A that, that you know, were going to get blown out by the Western teams. So it's just you know you can make it to the quarterfinals and not be one of the best team eight teams in the state that's because of the way geography's used but that's just how it went anyway bowling green 51 fairdale 14 no surprise there owensboro catholic 43 atherton 7 okay i mean owensboro's playing well you know they kind of upset it was an upset 53 
42 over South South Warren the week before. So Bowling Green Owensboro plays in the in the in the other semifinal. It's at Bowling Green. Bowling Green is going to be the favorite. They beat Owensboro for the state championship in uh, 5A in two, 2020, so there'll be a rematch of that. Owensboro has been playing well as of late. Um, they do have that weird loss at Madisonville North Hopkins, 45-38, and then three losses early in the year. A close one, uh, home to o- Ocath, very close game, five-point game came down the very end, not a bad loss at all. They lost to Bowling Green 42-14 earlier in the in. 42-28 earlier in the year in week two, and they lost that cow. That's not a bad loss. That's by 14. So so if Bowling Green beat them by 14 on the road, then Bowling Green's going to be favored, obviously, at home. So most people have picked Bowling Green to win the state championship, and I think people are going to continue that pick. But Bowling Green Cooper would be very, very interesting because Cooper would just have been on a on a major role and surprised a lot of people. And People get to see Austin Alexander, but also Bowling Green Highlands would be another great matchup because Highlands has been really good all year. They had pretty much one bad half all year, and it was against Cuffcath, and they lost the game against a really good Cuffcath team. Finally, let's go on to 6A. 6A, as I mentioned, we knew the Louisville schools were going to trounce the two Western Kentucky schools. Trinity 45, McCracken County 0, um, and then... Uh, Ballard, 28, Central Harden, three. That's absolutely no surprise there. It was just who was going to be in this match. It was going to be St. X, was going to be Trinity, you know, it was going to be Ballard, but it ended up being Trinity and Ballard. Um, and then, um, you know, was it going to be Manuel? But no, Ballard beat them. But apparently when Ballard beat Manuel, they had 12 men on the field twice for two key plays down the stretch on defense. So that was weird. But anyway, Ballard won that game, so credit to them. Um uh, the other score, Brian Station 49, Ryle 12. That one I thought would be pretty close compared to that score because Ryle had, had a good year. The game was at Brian Station. I mean, if you look at Ryle, they had some losses, but they were all the good teams. And they actually um, had a win over Cooper earlier in the year by 18. So Cooper's really turned it on. But Brian Station just walloped them. And uh, that sets up – a lot of people think this should have been the state final uh, – Oh, well, one more, the big one. Uh, kind of a surprise to a lot of people, Frederick Douglass, because they had to go on the road and they beat Mail 21-20. You know, Douglas had been struggling a little bit on offense. They had got beat 28-7 by Boyle County to end the season, and Mail was absolutely on fire. You know, they had the, the win over – they beat Manuel to end the season. They also had a, a great win over Trinity back on September 15th. They're only – loss was to uh, St. X, and that was back in week three. But um, anyway, uh, Douglas goes on the road and uh, beats Mail 21-20. Um, apparently, uh, Mail had gone for two with about four minutes to go and got stopped. Uh, it's because there was a penalty on Douglas to play, I guess, the, on the extra point attempt lineup. So um, so since it was only, I guess, like half the distance, like yard and a half or so, um, Actually, Mail went for it, did not get it. The, you know, the two-point conversion got him last year, too, where Bullet East uh, beat him on a two-point conversion near the end of the six-day state championship. So Mail has just kind of come up a little bit short of expectations almost all the last few years, even though they've made it you know, to the state final several times. just seems like they just can't break through. Um, and then last year, they really probably should have lost to uh, Ballard in the semis, but um, there was that fluke play at the end where Ballard just kind of fumbled it when all they had to do was, you know, 
kind of run out the clock. Um, so anyway, um, that sets up Trinity and Frederick Douglass. A lot of people they think that should be the state final, but it's not be because Douglas RPI is so bad because of these RPI out-of-state results. So uh, Trinity has just been playing lights out, absolutely on fire. I mean, tough start. Tough start to the year. They actually lost to Douglas at home. They did beat Bryan Station 36-3. They lost to Douglas at home 17-14. Um, they lost to Center Grove 34-7. That's a Indiana powerhouse. Um, they also lost to Mail 37-20 on the road. But then they, I mean, they've absolutely destroyed St. X twice by like 30 points each time, 30-plus points. They've got the win at Ballard by 34 points. Um, so, you know, they've been playing really well lately. Um, but so had Mail. So I think Trinity Douglas is a, kind of a coin flip. Um, being at Trinity, I think, makes it a coin flip. I think a lot of people are going to pick Trinity. And then Ballard-Brown Station, that, that should be a good matchup. I mean, like I said, Brown Station kind of gets a good draw here because they had uh, they had lost to uh, Trinity by 33, and they had lost to um, uh, Douglas by 20. And um, but they uh, had beat Ballard by seven during the year, so probably a coin flip. But it's at Station, so I think Station is a slight favorite. And then imagine if it's a Station Douglas, you know that would just be a lot of bring out a lot of Lexington people. That's a rivalry between the schools. Douglas kind of formed from part of Bryan Station, kind of drew some of their population to Douglas. Uh, they have big crowds on Friday nights when they played in the season. That's why they had to move it to a Saturday this year. I heard they didn't want a huge crowd. Um, so anyway, during the year it was um, it was uh, Brown Station. Uh, let's see here. Douglas beat Brown Station thirty four fourteen. So or it could be Trinity Douglas. Who knows? So anyway, those are um, the matchups um, for me. Um, the most exciting is Mayfield. Beachwood, obviously, that that would be number one. But it's a four-hour drive for me, so that's a little too far. Um, since I have kids, uh, young kids, and Thanksgiving is, you know, <laughs> the day before. And um, the second one would probably be uh, Douglas Trinity. Yeah, that one. And that's going to be a zoo there. It's going to be a ton of people. It's going to be hard to, to get in that one, I'm sure. Um, and then... Um, I think I probably go to Douglas or uh, Boyle Franklin County, which that's like the only game within like an hour of Lexington. Like I think all three Lexington schools have to go on the road, um, all to Louisville schools. I think so. <laughs> Going to be interesting there. Um, but uh, thank you for listening to the Premier HS Sports Podcast. Look for the rankings on KSR. Uh, on three and look for the um, look for my tweets at T-E-E-R-O-Y-H-O-W-E-L-L and check out our basketball podcast too which we just dropped that one so if you want to uh, high school basketball preview get that and we'll also you know do another podcast definitely before the state finals and then try to do one to wrap up the state finals so thank you for your continued listening your continued support and your interest in high school football